Rockin' Rich. Right, here we are. This thing on, Rocky? Dude. Here we go. Okay, so last week we, we talked about risk tolerance, right? And which was which was awesome. So you know this this week I don't know about you, but I sort of pushed myself a little bit. Yeah, that that really things. resonated with me because I well you and me both have an enormously high risk tolerance. Like the poll podcast idea, you know, hey, yeah. let's just do it. But yeah, it did. It it, it resonated and it, and it it makes a difference. Well, and it does. But one of the things that we actually glossed over, and I think you mentioned it first, was the whole confidence thing, mm. right? And so Vince, okay. Dude, you're you're just a wealth of knowledge. So thank you for doing this again uh, this season. Yeah. Uh, but um, this this week it's interesting. What do you got for us? You know, when we were talking a bit offline about confidence, an instant flashback to actually it's a flashcard technique. Uh-huh. And uh, flashcards, uh, you think back to when you were a kid and your parents held up flashcards and it said. Two plus two. Yeah, yeah don't right. say. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was on the back, just in case they didn't know. Remember? Yeah. And so, put your calculator down, Richard. Just come on, man. <laughs> yeah, right. These flashcards is. Uh, I want to take this to a next level in terms of building confidence. Because if you talk to any athlete, well, let me ask you guys. Uh, from your experience as athletes or in any kind of performance necessary, how important is confidence to the outcome? Oh, I think it's everything. 100%? You got to have some skill. So, man, that's a tough one. I, I don't. I'm going to go with 80%. 80% well, confidence, yeah. Well, because. I would say that too. The way they react to you and, and handle whatever is going on is directly related to how intimidated you are to them. And if yeah. you're not in any way intimidated, like you, Richard, you've never even blinked. We've been around the top A A listers, and, and yeah. you never even. But you don't flinch. either. I know, but it's like I don't care who you are. I'm not no, impressed. No. No. I'm impressed that you've done what you've done and you've accomplished what you've accomplished. But just the fact that your name is whatever it is, right? I'm not. I'm not impressed. People are attracted to confidence. Mm. People are resonate with confidence. Yep. Uh, salespeople who are. Confidence, and by the way, in the speeches I've given, maybe fifteen hundred speeches around the world. I don't know how many millions of people. Every time I ask that question about confidence, the number is always around eighty percent. Really? Yeah, eighty percent of an outcome has to do with the confidence you bring to a Mm. setting. So let's think about this, and I go back to my racing days Uh um, in speed skiing. Now I'd never ski raced before, as you know. And I had to figure out how to be confident in a sport I had no experience in. So, and this is okay, Vince. For, for those of you that don't know who Vince Vicente is, you could look him up. So, he went from couch potato to a speed skier in the Olympics in four years. Right. But you, how you did it was just a fascinating story. But. Go, go on. But so, we're talking about confidence yeah. in your own outcome, like your own personal. I need, yeah. not, I need to figure out how to get confidence. confidence. And okay. what's universal with everybody listening is if you don't have any experience with a, a pandemic, right? Mm. If you don't have experience with having to work from home or leading a team of people working from home, or if you don't have experience with the great resignation and people leaving mm. and it's going, where are you people going? <laughs> like, if you don't have confidence... It's because you don't have the experience, mm. right? Experience leads to confidence. Well, what would be a great stand-in? Because fake it till you make it, I don't know. That doesn't work. 
I think it's overrated. <laughs> I think it really is. I mean, fake it to me. I get that because you just want to kind of figure it out as you get in. Well, actually, just step in and act and do things. But to have this whole thing to be able to to have confidence, like supreme confidence in any situation. Yeah. This is where the flashcards idea comes into play. And to, so to have flat, I'll, I'll give you an example. So I had no ski race experience and my confidence was shaky. And I had 150 flashcards mm. with 150 different scenarios that would cause a huge amount of stress. So one flashcard, and I'd pick them out of the pile, and the next one on the pile. I always did this when I was mental training. What? Wait a minute. I'm what? sorry to interrupt, Vince. So He's you, not you sorry. Said, I know. I love interrupting. <laughs> okay, so you said things that could go wrong? like Right. Okay, that's a good point. You're not imagining bad things happening. You're imagining how well you would handle a bad situation. And when oh. I say imagine, I don't just mean picture it i mean experience, experience it because oh, you never forget an experience <laughs> remember last week God. so whoa now get this the flashcard would say uh pick it up and it'd say uh you're fourth to go the three racers ahead of you have crashed uh rumor has it that each of those three broke their neck there's blood on the track there's only three emergency helicopters available <laughs> mm. you're next okay that's what the flashcard says now that is, that's actually unreal. That would just maybe never happen. Right. But if it did, if and it did. you experienced that, and you experienced it over and over and over, how well you would handle a very stressful situation perfectly. Now, the, the, the point of this flashcard thing is not to try and replicate the future. It's trying to experience something so that you have so many experiences coming at this thing that you have uh, supreme confidence when you need it. Okay. Mm. So, Oh man. Huge. Okay. Right. So, cause this, uh, yeah, I've been there and done that. Even whatever, though, whatever happens. even though it was only in your head, you feel, well, like here's the deal. It. It's, it's more than your head. There's the five senses. You want to smell the smells associated with that scenario. The tastes associated and in that situation it's how what dry mouth tastes yeah. like right uh you would want the sounds associated with the last helicopter leaving uh you would want the um the textures of the s- snow underneath your feet or the sweaty palms you know yeah the mm. and then you mm. would want the t- sight sound taste the sights every, every anyway five senses and the feeling of confidence, like that feeling of going, I got this. You know, that tingle up and down your spine when you know, I got this. Why would you make a scenario so dramatic that's not going to happen? I only wanted to have an experience, 150 different ones that I did over and over and over again, so that when I was in the competition, that I was very confident. Because what percentage of the outcome has to do with confidence? 80%. Yeah. There you go. The, so, such a fascinating way to put it, though, when you think about it. Because, well, you know, yeah. you don't, you have to be intentional about going through the experience, though. Dude, what could be worse than getting caught off guard in any situation? When right. somebody says something, heckles you from a, and you worry that somebody's going to say something when you're giving a speech. Yes. Something like that. Or, or in a jury trial, and, and the judge does something unexpected, throws you a curveball. 
the worst thing do? that could possibly happen is you stand there like a babbling idiot and don't know what to say because you mm. haven't thought it through. You haven't yeah. walked through the worst case scenario. Mm. That is really cool. But does this go to practice, like get in, get in practice every single of day? Of all like, the people I've coached in the executive world, uh, in the speaking world, uh, this one technique is the single least followed through on. <laughs> really? The least amount of people do the flashcard technique because it takes time, time to A, come up with those scenarios and B, go through this on a consistent basis. Mm. But this, 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 this drop of dye in the bucket that I think we talked about season three, yep. I think uh, where you put a drop of dye in the bucket yeah. every day, you won't see the incremental difference. But eventually... Eventually, you're going to have a blue bucket. And it isn't until somebody walks by and goes, hey, nice blue bucket, right? <laughs> and I yeah. go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is blue. <laughs> that's, that's my blue bucket. But this, How we're, about that? We're instant gratification oriented. So the flashcard technique, this is, this is an awesome technique, mm. but very few of us will do it because it requires that stick to to yep. be able to say, okay, I'm just going to do this daily. I've got these scenarios. I'm going to go see it, smell it, taste it. I'm going to experience it in my imagination. I'm going to experience how much confidence I have handling this situation. And then I go to the next flashcard. Oh. You, you know, it's funny. I remember talking to, uh, do you know Dale uh, Petrowski, the CEO of uh, Dallas Chamber? No. So him, him and I, we were talking uh, one day, and he said that he would prepare for three or four days ahead of time for a staff meeting. He was the CEO of uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, Cooperstown. That's and, why um, he's CEO. Yeah, he is. He's a special guy. So anyway, we were talking, and he said he would go through these, and I was like, why would you do It's only a staff meeting. And he said he wanted to be able to answer every question and make sure that every word that he said – was 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 meaningful to the staff and that he could answer any question. So he would take his time and just block his schedule out for three or four days ahead of time just for a two- or three-hour staff meeting once a month. Yeah. If CEOs was a competitive business and they all lined up at the starting gate, he would be one that would be so far ahead of the others because of preparation that he put in, in yeah. advance. Uh, so and much of our world is so much of our yeah. world is is about just fly by the seat of your pants because of the speed, the age mm -hmm. of speed, right? Mm -hmm. But this um, this this priority that we can give to preparation, what a professional would do, mm. uh, is uh, is definitely going to pay dividends for people like that, and um, wow. hopefully our listeners as well. You yeah. find a way. And outwork them. Yeah. Yeah, outsmart them, too. Outsmart them, yeah, yeah. with flashcards. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, hey, go to your nearest Walgreens and go pick up some flashcards. I love it. Me, too. I love it. Oh, thanks, Vince. Well, hey, that's all I got, Rocky. Well, I mean, thank you. That's awesome. That really was awesome. All right. Rock and Rich out. All right. We'll see you guys next week with Vince Pacente in five or six. Okay. We're going a little long, Rocky, but that's it's all right. right. Yeah, man. All right. Here we go. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>